Good morning. It's good to be back with you this morning. I'm going to continue with our reflections on Matthew, the fifth chapter. Uh, remember, this is mornings in the spirit with Pastor Doug. Mornings in the spirit with Pastor Doug. Uh, actually, I'm I'm sharing my morning devotions with you, at least part of my morning devotions. This is uh, a very sacred time. So whenever you can just really sit back and take a deep breath and open yourself up to the Lord. If you're driving and you can do this safely, that's good. No need to take notes. You can always go back and, and get something from it if you need to. Or if you're even doing dishes or doing household chores, or whatever you're doing, uh, you can be in the spirit. The most important thing is, is that you assume a, a spiritual position of submission and humility and openness to the Lord. This is episode 30, believe it or not. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to fathom that uh, I've uh, done this but uh, it it's become easier every single time because whether or not five people listen or 500 people listen this is something between me and God and also I hope between you and God. So, in the Spirit, open your deepest inner person to the Father today regarding this scripture on anger. Hear the words of freedom from our Lord today. Freedom from your anger. So, in Matthew 5, verses 21 through 23, Jesus speaks of anger. You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar First be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. So those last two verses, 23 and 24, I'm going to cover uh, in tomorrow's podcast. There's just so much to go over about anger. And folks, if you're a human being, and if somebody has pushed your buttons, you know what it is like. To be angry, don't you? 
Someone came to me this past week and, well, this person knew me very well and I knew this person very well. And this person, this brother in Christ, related to me a story about someone in his life who knew every button to push. And when this person came to my brother and pushed those buttons, uh, my brother in Christ, we became angry. In fact, he became enraged. And he said, Doug, I could just kill him. I hate him so much. I can just kill him. I just want to hurt him and just want to punish him. The old Doug, oh, God bless him. The old Doug would have preached my brother in Christ a blistering sermon on anger. And it would not have done very much good. And certainly it would have made him feel much worse. But instead, what I tried to do is bring him to the Lord. Bring him to a place where he was quiet before the Lord where he could still his mind and where he could pour out this anger and allow the Lord to see every recess of his inner life and allow the Lord to fill that recess, those recesses, with his spirit. And so it was that... Uh, this person and I parted, and he said, Thank you, Doug. I, I really feel much better. And actually, what this brother meant was that he felt freedom. Freedom. He was no longer enslaved to the anger. So perhaps you felt this kind of anger before. And Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. And one of the ways that, or I mean, Jesus was talking about the Pharisees, about, well, no, not just about the Pharisees. He was speaking about those who strictly interpreted the law regarding murder. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit murder and they would strictly obey it and feel justified as long as they did not physically kill anybody. But Jesus was much deeper and handled this thing in a much more spiritual way. It was not transactional, thou shalt not kill, so if you don't kill you're okay. Jesus was pointing out that this act of murder comes from within, from a heart of anger. 
perhaps Jesus was showing his disciples how their righteousness must exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, for their righteousness was made up in not actually killing anybody. Odd, isn't it, that they put Christ on the cross? Odd, isn't it, that the Sanhedrin stoned Stephen? Odd, isn't it, that the Sanhedrin had James run through with the sword? Somehow, that's not murder. But Jesus went much deeper and said that, again, this murder comes from the anger that is in the heart today. As we are in the Spirit before the Lord, my prayer is that the Lord will lighten our inner load and that this anger that so easily wells up in us will be replaced with compassion and peace and joy and tenderness and forgiveness. Hmm. That's that's the goal. I want, I've as I was going through this on anger, I well it was easy to find other texts on anger. Uh, I'm sure that those that I find and I read that uh, you'll either have known or you will have known others. But I just want to read a few of these verses on anger because we really do have to be freed from our anger. Proverbs, now you might know that something would be said in Proverbs about anger. Proverbs 29 verse 22 says, A man of wrath stirs up strife. Have you ever known anybody to stir up strife? Anger in our hearts stirs up strife within us. Proverbs continues, and one given to anger causes much transgression. There is a way in which we can be enslaved to our anger, and the results of that are transgression upon transgression. Stirs up strife. As a, a young boy, uh, and if you've heard any, you know, many of my sermons on anger, you've probably heard this before. But as a young boy in Central Christian Church in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, I remember one, one day after church, after worship, the board, the official board, was meeting. And my father was a deacon. And so he went into the board meeting. And I, I can't believe my dad did this, but he took my younger brother, Tom, into this lion's den. 
And I remember hearing the shouting, and the screaming. You could, you could even sense that saliva was going from person to person. It's such bitterness and hatred. Such rancor coming from those who were decision makers in the church. And when I neared the door of the room where these men were meeting, my dad brought my brother Tom out of the board meeting. <laughs> I'm really thankful he had the judgment to do that. And I remember Tom looked up at my dad. Now, Tom was about five years old at the time. And Tom looked up at my dad, and Tom said, Are those men going to hit each other in there? I, I'm not sure if, if Dad ever went to another board meeting, but I know he always hated board meetings after that. So this wrath stirs up strife, anger, results in many transgressions. Hmm. Going on in the scripture, uh, one of the scriptures that I found was 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. And verse, I'll just read one verse, 20. Paul said to the Corinthians, For I fear that perhaps when I come, I might find you not as I wish, and that you may find me not as you wish. That perhaps there may be quarreling, jealousy, anger, hostility, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. Wow. Anger sure has a lot of buddies, and none of which are good. And so Paul feared this, that he would find these characteristics in the Corinthian church. You know, we as a church cannot, we, we cannot, we cannot spread compassion and tolerance and acceptance and equanimity if we cannot find it within ourselves, within our own hearts, and within our churches. And so as we are in the Spirit this day, this wonderful, glorious day, my friends, I, I pray that we will find freedom from the anger that so readily holds us enslaved to our bitter angels. In Galatians, the fifth chapter, verse 20, fits of rage or fits of anger are part of the works of the flesh. In other words, where there is no Holy Spirit, these fits of rage 
abound. In Ephesians, the fourth chapter, Paul says in verse 31, Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. And so this is finding the freedom in the Spirit that flushes all bitterness and anger and malice from our lives. This kind of anger is not from God. This kind of anger is from Satan himself. And as we rage, Satan cheers us on and has an inglorious and unholy party on our behalf. So we are to let these things go. And as we are in the Spirit, we open ourselves up to God and we say, God, release me from these things. Release me so that I am not this angry and bitter, resentful and fits of rage type person. Well, Paul goes on. And there's something that replaces this anger. Listen. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ has forgiven you. Oh, my goodness. Folks, can't you see it? That as we are in the Spirit before the Lord this day, He fills us with tenderness and kindness, forgiveness, and that replaces the kind of anger that shames us so often. Hmm. So, in Colossians, in Colossians, the, uh, oh, let's see where that is. Colossians 3 and uh, verse 8. Listen. Put, but, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. You must put them all away. You must put them away from you, out of your life. These are the works of the flesh. And as we are in the Spirit before God, humbly before God, we are asking Him to search our hearts. And if there is any any spirit of bitterness in us that he would replace that. Replace it with what? Paul goes on. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if uh, one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all those, above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Now, I, I got to tell you, this, 
this is wonderful, wonderful freedom stuff because we are able to have within us our deepest parts, compassionate hearts and kindness and humility and meekness. These spiritual gifts cannot abide in a heart filled with anger and bitterness. Do not treasure your anger or your bitterness, but rather as you are here before the Spirit, let the Spirit search these things out and show you a much better way. I'm going to conclude this reflection on anger as the inner type of murder with James, the first chapter, verses 19 through 21. Know this, my beloved brothers. Oh, isn't that? Mm. Know this, my beloved brothers. Know this, my beloved brothers. Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Remember, we are to hunger and thirst after righteousness. This righteousness, this search, this craving for righteousness is what consumes our hearts not the anger of man because it does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. And so James is talking to us oh, as our older brother in Christ would talk to us as someone who considers us dear to him and dear to God. And he says, put these things away from you, this anger and wrath and malice, because anger of man does not produce the righteous fruits of God. But, but put, on, put on and put within you the implanted word of truth that shall set you free to save your souls. So we think again of Matthew 5, 21 through 23, where Jesus talks about it's not enough not to kill. It is, it is enough to flush the anger that leads to killing or the desire to kill. It is enough to flush that by the Holy Spirit from our lives. Let us be people of peace today. Sit quietly, sit quietly before the throne of grace. Open the inner recesses of your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to free you of your anger and clothe you with compassion, kindness, forgiveness, 
and peace. May God bless each one of you as you sit before Him this day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.